Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Show Studios Fashion Radio, the podcast video series exploring the remarkable relationship between fashion and music. Every week we'll be joined by fashion's biggest names and the talent of tomorrow as they share their 10 life-defining tunes and the stories behind them. I'm your host, DJ Fat Tony, and today's guest was recently named as one of Forbes 30 Under 30. She's a designer who's making corsetry cool again, while challenging our perceptions of femininity with subversive designs, celebrating curves and folds. Here is Michaela Stark. Hey, it's DJ Fat Tony, and welcome to Fashion Radio on Show Studio. And today I'm joined by the incredible Michaela Stark. Right, I've got your fashion research pack here which is like a cv in itself and yeah i want to know what it says on them you're about to find out you're really big into corsetry i see here i'm big i make my own corsets oh you do i made this one today stunning so do you know mr pearl of course of course (laughs) anyone who's into you know into corsetry knows pearl yeah here it says that you you were born in australia you're an artist, a costume designer, and a couturier. I mean, what else? What else do you do? What or should we say? What can't you do? <laughs> At the moment, I, I'm. I do feel like I'm a little bit ripped between disciplines uh-huh. because basically my main discipline is to create clothing like this corsetry. This isn't done as tight as it can for editorial. I would yank it yeah, tighter. Right. So my stomach would balloon out, yeah. my breasts would fold over, and then I would start to bind. Uh-huh. This is sort of like a day wear version but of you, it. You, but you know, the voluptuous woman, if you go back in history, has always been the beautifulest woman. They're the ones that right. everyone painted. No That's one painted a skinny woman. No, no one. I think that curves are so stunning. And I also think 100%. Like that for some reason when we look at humans, we always equate beauty to sexuality so intensely. Yeah. But when we look we look at nature or anything else, we're able to see the beauty in it that 100%. isn't inherently linked to sexuality. Yeah. And I think that there's so many ways to portray beauty, but there's also so many ways to portray raw emotion when it comes uh-huh. to the body and when yeah. it comes to like, I don't know, like sometimes my work looks like I'm inflicting pain on my body and I, whether I am or not, if it looks like that, people feel the emotion of that because they can imagine what it would feel like on their body as well. Yeah, and so they, they, a, you know, we look at things and we shudder and we look, ooh. Exactly. You know, because so, we're uncomfortable with it. Yeah. So if someone sees you the way you are dressed, uh, you know, and they're, they're uncomfortable with that because they're uncomfortable with their own bodies. And 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 so what we do is we, we deflect that onto that person. Exactly. And that's yeah. why I try to make it as delicate and vulnerable and beautiful as possible because I want people to look at my work and they... A, they're like, oh, I wouldn't do that to me. Like, they feel yeah. like the reaction to it. But B, they're like, why do I find this beautiful? And then they start and to question it. And that's when they start to question it. And yeah. that's how you change mindsets by playing with these That's exactly ideas. how you change it, when we make people yeah. question their own, their, their own vulnerability. And, you know, most of this stuff comes from a place of fear anyway when it comes to other people. Judgment. Mm-hmm. Judgment always comes from, from fear. So, you know, the biggest homophobes are gay themselves, as we know. Because it's deflection and it happens in every area of, of different people's lives. Let's start <laughs> off with the track Sorry. from your childhood, which is the most personal track that's influenced you the most? 
I would have to say Lady Gaga, definitely. Now, I put down two there. I put down Paparazzi or Monster. I just remember when I was a kid and Lady Gaga. How old are you? I'm 28. Okay. So, so you are I a kid. Yeah, great. Yeah, I would have been like probably around 12 when, when yeah, Lady Gaga's first track came out. Fucking get out of here. <laughs> Leave now. I'm not having this. Yeah, go on. <laughs> but I just remember, and I came from a town, um, Brisbane, Australia, yeah. and that isn't. Like, I love Brisbane, but it's not like London in terms yeah. of how progressive it is in dress. And it just turned a generation of queer kids that were scared to come out. And we were all at that age where people were just starting to come out as gay. They were having, like, you know, backlash from their parents. They were sort of um, in schools where it, they were getting bullied for it. But it made it okay. Yeah. And Lady Gaga turned this generation of queer kids at an age where being queer felt so scary into something where everyone was dressing up like monsters, like yeah. really like yeah. monsters. Like they weren't afraid to be ugly. Mm. It wasn't like, let's be queer, but let's be hot. It's like, let's go sa- savage. Wait, savage? Yeah, <laughs> savage is a good yeah. word. And I remember we would go to the concert and like we'd all dress up. And even if we were in the back row, we'd be making our own clothes to wear mm. to it and doing all this crazy face paint. And then, you know, it's really bizarre because, you know, that every kind of second generation has that kind of idol. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had it in the 80s with Boy George. Right. And he 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 made it okay for that cross-dressing, in which they called at the time gender-bending. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everything has to have the title, especially in, in England, you know, with, with the... With the uh, the tabloids, they love to give something a title, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and it, it opened those doors. And then Gaga, Madonna, then we had Madonna. Yeah, Madonna was a big Madonna one, absolutely. Madonna just changed people's perception, you know. Madonna, Madonna released sex book. You know, we had Bowie before Boy George and Punk and we had all of these major players that come along. And Gaga's really stood the test of time because I meet so, so many people that are influenced by her in so many ways. Literally. You know, my boyfriend's obsessed by her, <laughs> totally obsessed by her, which is which is really cute. And, you know, I love it. And But he he's the same age as you. He's like 29. Oh, yeah. So he comes from that era of, like, yeah. gargarism. As, as it was such. a huge liberation at that time. And it was like, like... So if you had to choose between paparazzi and monster, which one would it be really? You see... I think Monster. Yeah. The only reason I put down paparazzi was was because of her iconic VMAs performance. Yeah, where she yeah, had yeah. like the blood pouring down yeah. her and was like dying. And I just think that was so stunningly beautiful. Yeah. And that, in terms of we're talking about fashion and music, that was so emotive. But then mm-hmm. the visuals and the outfits and everything but, was there. But Monster is like, it gives me what visually that gave me, paparazzi, that performance, yeah. Monster the Song gives me that. Do you not think that because we no longer have tribes like Punk and, and all of these major major game players, because now it's all led by brands, mm. that pop music kind of doesn't have that impact that it would have had if there was a tribe. Like you said, when you were all monsters and you were all dressing up, that was a tribe. Yeah, that was right? a tribe. That's a tribe. And we don't have that... At the moment, we don't have that in pop music. We don't have Harryites. What we we have is, um, at the moment, is a backlash against the systems of pop that happened in the past. Like the whole Free Britney movement has come with so much backlash about what happened in the past. And I think it's showing how all these women, like Britney, for example, was like so, such, so liberated with her sexuality on stage and in videos and pushing forward that female Mm -hmm. empowerment message. 
And then she got eaten up by the paparazzi until she ended up in a conservatory. Well, but of course she was going to get eaten up by the paparazzi of because course. it went against everything they believed. She they threw believed. herself God forbid to a woman. Slaughtered. God forbid a woman is going to be that powerful. God she forbid. did. And she was the one that was like sort of put up the stake for that. But think of the generation of women that followed that and the same with Madonna, the same look with Lady Gaga. Look, and look how the tabloids now treat Madonna as if she's a laughing star coach, you know, because she's done something about the fact that she didn't want to age and that's entirely her choice. Mm-hmm. And to me, she but looks stunning and she looks incredible. What's amazing is how the fashion community is still supporting Madonna. 100%. So the fashion and music really ride because together because I think that, that fashion, that fashion and music have the same... Uh, Demonize in the same way. Yeah, but half that fashion industry wouldn't be where they are now if it wasn't for Madonna. Oh, no, they wouldn't. That goes without saying. And, we, and, you know, and she needs to take that accolade. And it's the same with Gaga. She's always pushed young designers. She's always gone and, and got those designs from them and pushed them and always said Definitely. where the clothes come from. But also these queer musicians and these, like, women musicians all pushing an agenda through clothing and through yeah. music. Designers wouldn't be able to design half the clothes that they designed no, today if it wasn't for these musicians. 100%. Like there'd be no way. Like I wouldn't be able to walk around with my tits out if it wasn't for Madonna's iconic moment with the cone bra and then like I don't 100%. know, them all getting their tits out at one stage or another. But the thing is, the fact that you just said that is is the fact that that's what people need to re- they ne- people need to remember where that stuff comes from and not be like oh god she's out she's a has been no 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 she has been and she still is being that's what i was saying to Do my girlfriend last night you can't and she's only um 23 yeah. and she very much goes like oh they're irrelevant now and it's like but they're not irrelevant no. if everything that they did up until this point is still relevant. It's like saying like, Beethoven's re- irrelevant. Exactly. Or it's like saying, you know, like everything that's hanging in the National Portrait Gallery is irrelevant because they're old or they're dead. They're exactly. there because they're masters and they're masterpieces. And they're still inspiring people 100%. who are relevant today, which so makes I, them relevant. I, I love your choices. That first, Paparazzi and Monster both do it for me. Track from a film. I put uh, Lady Marmalade in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I think if you, I mean, look, I'm wearing Come a little on. Moulin Rouge skirt it's today. A, yeah, it's I way down that my alley. You know, that's yet again another another timeless moment. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Lo- Mind-blowing. Yeah. And have you been to see Moulin Rouge since it's reopened? It's like reopened. And the no. songs have all changed in it and it's not what I've it never, should be. I lived in Paris for two years, but I was so dead broke in those two years. I couldn't afford a bloody ticket well, you know, to the Moulin Rouge. The, you, they, the musicals reopened in in, in, in London. It's, it's oh, uh, in London? Oh, yes. I saw it on the tube. Yeah, it's oh, open. I have to go see and it. Visually, it's stunning. I have to go see but it. So, okay, some of the songs, they let it down slightly and you don't really believe in Citrine as much as you should. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it visually it's stunning and it's like, you know, Lady Marmalade as a track, is, that's another one of those like God-given moments to a lot of young gay gay guys that are like, oh God, this is my soundtrack to life. Yeah. It's genius. I love and that track. total female empowerment and, and camp then, and, and everything. I love the fact that you're all about empowerment. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's what my work centers around. And I, like, because as we were saying before, I wear so many hats. So often I feel like I, and even from my small scale of what I do, I have that empowerment taken away from me. And then I can see that in pop stars of how they have that on such a massive scale. Yeah. Um, If I have it from my small little corner, even though it's my body, my ideas, everything in that, it's like at the end of the day, then someone else... Do you see yourself as a bit of an activist? Do you see what you do, the way you dress, in the sense of like you owning 
who you are. Do you see that as as okay? It's kind of a like little bit of activism is in the sense of like this is what women should be allowed to be like. Definitely. I think I didn't at the start. Yeah. I think at the start I was just being myself. Yeah, which is where most activism which comes is more from. Most yeah. active. And then it sort of people started calling me a bit crazy or like like I started um, realizing the more it came out of my bedroom and yeah. onto the streets or onto the online sphere or into shoots, I started realizing how different it was to what other people were doing, but it didn't really hit me when it was mm. just something I did by myself in my bedroom. Yeah. Um, and then through that, then I felt that just little steps, like I've had to fight for my own rights when I'm like, this is my body, let me do what I want. And then through that, I have to fight for, you know, models' rights when they're working with yeah. me. Like I know they wouldn't like this picture, but like yeah. whatever, this is their body. They agreed to be in the shoot because yeah. they knew that they were going to be in control and you can't just take that away from no, them. No, of course. And then through that, I think it's turned into a form of activism only because I feel myself getting policed. Uh huh. Like on the online sphere, consistently. Like I just got banned off TikTok the other day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> How the hell did you get banned off TikTok? I don't even know. They hate me. They uh, think anything I do is sexual. But you know what the thing about it? Yeah, yeah, but you know, come on. If you use the word queer, it gets taken down on exactly. Instagram. Exactly. You know, they because it they they still think it as a derogatory term. Yeah. They don't understand that it's now been owned, and we and that's how that's who exactly. we are. Exactly. And the amount of queer people. I know that they're getting get taken down for hate speech for making queer jokes, like making insane. fun of themselves. It's insane. It's it really crazy. is. It's kind of, as I always say, nothing good ever comes from being comfortable. No. Ever. No. Nothing. The nothing minute you get comfortable boring. with everything, is become you become complacent. Yeah, it's true. I always used to say that the worst insult you can call someone is boring. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but only boring people call people boring. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's very true. That's trust true. me. Oh, God, this is boring. It's like, well, why is it boring? Because you're thinking about something else that you want to do and you want to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So go do that. Go, bye. <laughs> See you later. Get off your phone. Do you know what I mean? Stop looking at yeah. Instagram all night when you're doing, you can be in the moment. Yeah, Just, People true. forget how to be in the moment. With yeah. It. When it comes to fashion, when it comes to music, when it comes to when you're out clubbing, Put your phone in your pocket and enjoy the moment. Yeah, Let the music take you where it needs to take you. If you're looking at where everyone else is, you're not going to be where you should be. Yeah. And that's there in the moment. Yeah. Something really magical about, about being yeah, about just letting it go. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on to what do you listen day to day? What is your now tune? This year, I've been listening to Vegas by Doja Cat a lot. Okay. Have you Everyone heard it? loves Doja Cat. At the I moment. love Doja Cat. Do you listen yeah, to her? Of course. She's incredible. She's amazing. Yeah. She's so contemporary. She's so fun. She kind of takes the piss out of things, I think, which is fun, but still so, so good yeah. and so hitting it every time. Out of everyone we've done so far on, on Fashion Radio, Doja Cat's popped up on everyone. Because she's amazing. Yeah, she's well, obviously, she's an artist of the moment. Yeah. That's great, right? <laughs> And would you like to actually dress her, do you think? I think so. Um, I mean, I definitely would. I think it would be difficult because she's so toned at the moment and it is hard up. From, like, it's nicer when I have a bit of squish yeah. to play with. Yeah. But at the same time, I have been starting to dress artists like her lately and I'm having fun with kind of the different directions. Do you, do you think go. that you can only do squish or do you think that you you can adapt anyone's body into making it look the way you think it? No, I can do I can do toned. I can adapt yeah. to people's bodies. I love the word squish as well, bodies. by the way. I'm having a hard time letting go of 
I like to dress people that are going to say, yes, I am with the vision and I'm going to go at yeah, 100%. Right. You want me yeah. to go with pussy out on the runway? I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what um, you mean. And I would literally die if Doja Cat came to me and said that she wants to wear one of my designs in Amazing. an authentic way. So yeah, well, I would love just to. Just keep yeah. doing what you're doing. It will happen. Yeah. Of course it will. <laughs> Yeah, of course it will. And what do you listen to when you're working in, so on a I shoot? Put, because I had there's working, creating, and in my studio, and I found them very similar. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Very <laughs> so know, I broke it up. I put working as in on a shoot. Yeah, yeah, totally. So different. I put ego by Beyonce because if I'm modeling, I want to feel like you the queen. It, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. I want to feel like you, you, super get, confident. It's one of those tracks that gives you that <laughs> sassiness, that shush. It's like, okay, this is who I am. I'm obsessed. And realistically, I listen to Beyonce all the time. I'm always a Queen Bee fan. Since I was in uni, I used to go in early so I could listen to her album really loud. But how can you not be? How Do you, can you uh, not be? Seriously. You know, yeah. I, 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 I remember the, the first time I went to see her, at, uh, I think it was at the Olympic Stadium. She played at the Olympic Stadium. And she had those big red cubes, that big cubes that turned round. Oh, yeah. And I was right. I was lucky enough to be in the mosh pit <laughs> or at the front. And it was just like, and I was like, oh, I'm not really into Beyonce. Oh, my God. Seeing her live is a whole different story. I left there just like, where the hell have I been? It's crazy. <laughs> where the hell have I been? I couldn't even blame it on addiction it was like literally like where the <laughs> hell have i been i've missed beyonce do you know what i mean it yeah just she's like mind-blowing she's every time someone says something bad about her i get so defensive i'm like do you even know like she is amazing she 100%. is a showgirl to as, the ultimate especially like, with the new album as well it's just like to to go to bring house music into her culture into yeah. the whole feeling it's very very forward thinking because house music's been around for so long but to, for someone like Beyonce to start sampling the classics and using mm -hmm. that is, 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 is a really mm -hmm. a really amazing thing because mm -hmm. what it's doing is reopening those doors again because people go oh, I'm not into house music but every track they listen to kind of stems from house music exactly. do you know what I mean house you know it's that blinkered thing again. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. She, I feel like she's reinvented herself so many times, but in a way that feels authentic, in the yeah. way that when you grow as an artist, you do have to reinvent yourself to stay current to your current emotions. Of course. And I feel like she's also one of those artists that truly does fight for what she believes in. Um, and she started sort of as just like a diva. Yeah. And then it went into strong female empowerment. And then it went into black empowerment. And yeah. now it's like her owning her rights in music, bringing back house. Yeah, 100%. Still within the black empowerment sphere, yeah. but evolved from that even more. You know what I mean? And I, and I think what's genius about her is the fact that she she's not afraid of working with, like, the... the, 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 the 
you know the DJs and producers of now you know it's yeah. not her trying to be okay I, what do I need there's an air of desperation here I need to get who everyone thinks is hot right now she's using those people because they're fucking good at what because they do because they're good yeah do you know what she I mean and that's that's empowering 100% yeah. you know you get different artists to go so and so's working on their album you just think well we know why that is because they want to like they're, they're out of touch and they think that that's the person to work with yeah. but you know on this album she worked with Luke Solomon produced two tracks and and, and Honey Dijon and mm. Honey and Luke together are, are masters at what they do yeah and and the, the, to create what they created on the album is pretty genius in yeah. so many levels definitely so many levels I want to see what's coming next I want to Renaissance see part one next. two and three let's see yes, what happens it's a three, it. a three part project so let's see what comes is it yeah I Apparently had no so. idea so the kids tell me oh my gosh <laughs> so what do you listen to when you're creating? I can get pretty worked up because a lot of the time I work alone or with one or two people assisting me. And I can get pretty worked up into my studio and it's best to keep the era calm uh -huh. and to stay focused because otherwise I'm just like a madman walking around pulling out fabric, pulling out so things. So there's two types of creating here. There's creating fashion and there's also creating drama. Are they yeah. linked for you too? They are inherently linked. <laughs> it's like me. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not creating drama. If there's no point. drama, there's no fashion. There's no nothing, is there, yeah. drama? Um, so it's nice to keep myself calmed down. And so I put here, like, either two two songs, which to me, I'm, I think you might not agree with me, but to me they feel similar. I put Grimes, yeah. um, F Flesh Without Blood, but that yeah. could have really been any Grimes song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just liked that one because it's very, like a lot of her music, it's very, like, innocent, little girly Vibes, but also quite dark as yeah. well. And like, like it's classic yeah. rhymes, quite techno, yeah, yeah. you know. And then there's um, Beethoven, which I also <laughs> like to listen to. And to me, they feel the same. I don't know why, but I can link rhymes into that classical but music the world thing is without that her being that. With music, there's people listen to music and then people feel this. I talk about this all the time. And when you feel something, there's a certain instrument or a certain vibe to something or a certain vibration that links everything together. Hmm. So if you're listening to Beethoven and then you're listening to Grimes and 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 it's like I said to you earlier, oh, those two are two very different things. But yet you said, I don't think they are. I love hmm. that. <laughs> I love that because, you know, there there is no argument because yeah. music, that's the, the magic of music. Definitely. We link it to certain parts of our lives or certain feelings or certain emotions. Yeah. And when we do link it, music to emotion and feelings, we're feeling it. Exactly. And it's so sentimental to each individual And it's person. the same with fashion. You know, when, when we li like, you know, I can see something that I want and I can go home and I can obsess over it all night long, all day, and then I'll go and buy it. You know what I mean? And like, I'm like, oh, I've got to have it. I've got to have and it. And there can be moments that you just wear it at home. And 100%. you're like, I am amazing. And, and no one even has to and see sometimes you. Sometimes I never get worn out. It's never. Just, I just have and to just have it. have them in your wardrobe. That's exactly For it. the moment. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> because it's my moment. Exactly. <laughs> I love the next question, which is what song represents the sound of your studio and your answer. Katy Perry, California <laughs> Girl. What's going on with this whole Katy Perry thing at the moment? Everyone's I'm obsessed. Like set, yeah. Those, like, the whipped cream boobs yeah, and walking around in a cloud. Stuff, and, like, right. it, she takes you into another galaxy. Mm. It's so much fun. Do you like the Just Eats advert with her on? 
Have you seen it? It's really annoying. <laughs> it's quite funny. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what brought her back into I conversation. I think so, you know, because it's on like six times a night if you're watching TV. <laughs> I'm sure like, it like, is, like, mosquito doubt. It's completely everything yeah. that you know. But what's so fun about her is she doesn't take it fashion seriously at all. Oh, of course not. And it not. feels like she doesn't take music. I'm sure she does, but it feels like she doesn't take music seriously or fashion seriously. And she's just in this cloud of happiness, just doing her thing, doing whatever makes her feel yeah, happy. Yeah, 100%. And it really feels authentic. Yeah. And I'm sure she is thinking about it more than it feels like because everyone always does. But the feeling that you get watching it is that happiness, that feeling that it doesn't fucking matter. Like, why not put whipped cream on your boobs and dance 100% around in the cloud? Wet. And why you not wet go I mean? dressed as a hamburger to, to, to the Met Gala? To the Met Gala. Like, I mean, why the come fuck on, not? Genius. You have a million red carpets a year. Why not on the Met Gala go as a hamburger? A hamburger. <laughs> so good. <laughs> fashion about... is silly. It's about escapism. Oh, it's so I mean, It's silly. about showing, yes, yeah, stepping into your identity and showing that's like a side of expressing yourself. Mm. But it's in a way of pure escapism. Yeah, like 100%. how can a ruffle express you? Well, it can, mm. but it's in such a frivolity, frivolous way. Yeah. I don't know. I think Katy Perry captures that really well. But so do I agree with you on that <laughs> one. Okay, so the most important song you heard on a catwalk show I put here um, Galliano for Dior soundtrack. Yeah. So I wanted to say that broadly because I loved like all Galliano for Dior soundtracks, how he was able to mix in really hyper pop moments of the time, mixed with old classical music, Jeremy mixed Healy. with like, yeah. Was that the person who was in charge yeah, of it? So Jeremy did all the music for oh, the Paul Galliano show. True. Well, and, he did great. And Jeremy's a house DJ, you know, and he's from the acid house scene and he's been around a very long time. He was just in a band in in the early 80s called Hazy Fantasy and he had mm. dreadlocks and him and Kate Garner, who's a photographer, they were very, very, very a part of that blitz stroke, new romantic stroke. Right. Like whole new image. You know, they, they come from that platform as well. Mm -hmm. And Jeremy has always worked with John. Always done the music for John and for right. all of John, and those uh, the, the music to those shows was just effortless. It was it, it was, was so beautiful. While somehow also mixing eras a hundred years apart, a hundred percent. Like and then somehow just throwing in something from the fifties, and mm. it's like it didn't make sense, but it somehow but did make sense in the context of the fashion as well. Because Jeremy understands John. And they're really right. good friends, so they understand each other. That is so important. It's not like going to someone and saying, hey, I want you to do this remix or I want you to do this music for my show and then not seeing the collection. And oh, I'll just give you a mood board of like six dead pigeons and, and a sunset. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's literally, aren't they work together and they understand the collection and the origins of the collection. So that's why the music always complemented it and went hand in hand and mm -hmm. always does. Because... They're both masters. That is so important because then once the fashion meets the music and they intertwine so perfectly in that way, yeah. the message that gets sent across is so much more powerful than if it was just one of them. Yeah, on totally. hundred percent. Yeah. I love that. I love the fact that you've chosen John. But I put example is the Orcature of 2003, but that was just one example. Um, Which one was that? That was, that the... was the one that had, it had um, 
a bit of Beyonce in it. Did it have all it the had... broken chandeliers that, and in that in the house with all the rose petals all the way through the actual show itself? I don't think no. It was the one where it seemed quite like Asian reference. I know the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. incredible. <laughs> but that, you know, John's pit time at Dior was just one of the most remarkable times. The next question, which was the best music video, but in the terms of fashion, you actually put Gucci. <laughs> yes, because I'm first... really good at these links. <laughs> It's the first time I ever saw something like that in my life, seeing like a fashion designer go into the world of music like yeah. that. And it was just so much fun. It's genius. So camp. It could have been a Madonna video clip, but it wasn't. It was Jean-Paul Gaultier. He could have been a musician in that moment, so but he's not. Amazing. He's a so designer. Genius. It was genius. And I it was it really that out. link between fashion and music. He took it like... Madonna's link between fashion and music was still more on the music scale, even though she did yeah. so much for fashion, whereas Gaultier did that, but for fashion. Yeah. And it was so much and it was fun. And kind of, he was doing it tongue-in-cheek tongue as well, the whole, like, you know. <laughs> and then he went on and, did, he, you know, he was doing, he had that other TV show as well called Eurotrash. Did you ever see that? No. So Eurotrash, he was the presenter. Him and this other guy, they were presenting it, and it was all about what went on in Europe. And it was always about like strip parties and like this party, that party. But it was really cleverly cut and mm-hmm. edited. And it was always about Jean Paul and him. It was it was amazing. I feel like I've seen clips of that. To yeah, be you fair. were amazing. Yeah. And you know that was that was just another little arm to John uh, Jean Paul's creativity in the sense right. that he was so adaptable and didn't care less what other people thought in that yeah. sense because he would go and do it. Do you know what I mean? Makes him such an icon. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred. 10%. I talked mm-hmm. about him in my book, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot more I could talk about him. But, you know, <laughs> but he's fun. And it, that's it. You know, you seem like a really fun person to me as well. And, and, and I think, you know, that's what makes people shine is the fact that they, they're in it to have fun, but they're yeah. also in it because they're good at what they do. Yeah, it's about that discipline, having the discipline to develop your craft. Craft? Yeah. Develop your craft. Mixed with the silliness to not take it so seriously that you get stuck. Yeah. So you need to be able to be good at it. And, yeah. and if you want to be on that level, be the best at it. But without getting so bogged down with what other people are thinking that you don't get stuck in the seriousness of it. And you can make the most beautiful dress, most beautifully constructed dress in the world, but with tits that come out here and like pushing the envelope so hard and casting people that have never been casted before or giving light to communities that represent who you are as a person in such a silly way. But as long as it's beautifully constructed and and the meaning behind it is well interpreted, then I feel like you're a star. (laughs) 100% I agree with you. Okay, song from a musician you wish to work with, living or dead? I put Earth Eater, How to Fight. Do you know Earth Eater? No, I don't. Oh, she's amazing. She's a new, she's a up and coming artist. Uh-huh. Um, based in New York, I believe. And she's really fun. She's like, she's quite up, like she's quite known. Yeah. Um, and her music is stunningly beautiful, but she's not afraid to push her body beyond limits and to sort of, you know, she almost goes into my world where she'll like bind her tits and like, yeah like um, push her body in a way where it looks almost painful and like play with her her sexuality in that way. But her music is really, really stunning. And you can tell she's a great artist because it's not just that she produces her music and then she has stylists and creative directors and all of this sort of thing on top of her. Like she does the creative direction of her own music videos and they're stunning. And yeah. she does, she has stylists, but like she works 
you can tell that she has her voice in what she wears. And she, I don't know. I really love her. I think she's great. I think she's fab. Well, that's a good enough reason to want to work with her, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. That's it. Okay. The track that represents one of my favorite questions. How you feel about life right now? I said this is really difficult <laughs> because A, I listen to really basic music and B, I feel like I use music as such an escapism that I don't like to rep listen to music that represents my emotions too so, much. Okay, right let's now. reframe it. What is the track that you would go home now and put on? Uh, to make yourself feel better. I put Lady Gaga Bad Kids. And the reason I put that, and I feel like some people are going to be listening to this saying, oh, she's so basic, but I don't care, whatever. But it's not, who, um, who's, who are they to judge that you're basic? That's not basic. Yeah, maybe it's not. If you, maybe it's you not. Know, it's far but from I love basic. it. I feel like the first time I listened to that song, because it's almost like a song that's saying, yeah, I'm crazy and I'm wild but that doesn't make me inherently a bad person. And let's go crazy. Let's go wild. Yeah. You're still a good person if you do that. And I yeah. felt like, I don't know why, but the first time I listened to it, I really resonated to the lyrics in that song. It's like, let's go hard, but let's, you know, like... It just narrows down to other people's opinions. That's what makes up, so, uh, uh, you know, other people's opinions on us. Oh, she's crazy. She's mad. These days. That's someone else's opinion. It means yeah. nothing to us. Yeah. Keep and I opinion. feel like as an artist, you can be so overly, like we were just discussing before, or at least in my world, I personally get so overly emotional that people can inherent, can link that to saying like, oh, she's a bit unhinged. Uh -huh. I'm like, I'm not unhinged. I'm just like, I'm an artist. But like, you know, I get emotional. And it's always at myself that I, I get emotional. I get not it. Outwardly. But you know what? That's a superpower. The fact that you're in touch <laughs> with your emotions and feelings. Uh, it doesn't make you highly strong or any of those but things. It's actually that, the opposite. It lets you get it all out. people like to use. Yeah. That's, it's like, I will bore my eyes out on the tube and then I get to the meeting and I'm like, Hi, how are you going? <laughs> but it lets you get it all out so that you're not highly strong. Yeah. And who cares who sees you on the tube? You don't know these fuck people. Off. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Take your opinion with you and fuck yeah. off. Seriously, the, honestly, uh, you know, because they they can't relate to it because they're scared to relate to it, therefore they shun you and they, they'll 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 deflect onto you because they, they can't... Or if they're, they're scared to let their emotions That's out it. in That's that way, yeah. They got, you know... I'm, listen, there's nothing better than a good cry. There really isn't for clearing the air. There's nothing better than a good scream. And there's fucking nothing better than a good argument. There really isn't. And it's it, true. It's so true. And then when Just you leave that, that's out. where it ends. You yeah. know, an argument doesn't go on for a month. An argument goes on for a moment. Yeah. And that moment's over, then you move on, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. It's the ones that drag it on for life or for a, like that moment last a year. Sort yourself out. Come on, yeah, I can have an argument. Yeah, it's true, but you're like holding back from it's letting in. But you have to understand that most emotions are irrational. Of course. So if you just let them all out in that moment, then you kind of go step back and you're like, well, that was a bit irrational of me. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> so I think, why did you just do that? But yeah, but then... But, that, but the, the beauty is the fact that you actually notice that. Yeah. If we did that constantly, then we probably would end up locked up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> in a room much like this. Yeah, very much like this. Yeah, we'll end up in a show studio in the basement. But, you know, it, it, it's true. It's because, you know, it, the beauty and the magic comes from noticing those things about right. ourselves and thinking, okay, well, that's it. I've learned something today. I shouldn't, because I'm a great reactor. I'm not so much good at acting. Actions are good. They come after reaction. So rea I will Definitely. react to everything. Oh, my yeah. God. Where's my phone? Oh, there it is. Do you know what I mean? Literally. Instead of thinking, okay, 
retrack your trace, like retrace your tra- uh, tracks. Oh, there's that's where I put and my then phone. Someone stole There's a my famous phone. story of when I was about four years old that my mom gave me a piece of candy. and Because I was very like this as a child. I yeah. was insane. Like, that's a family joke. Yeah. How insane <gasps> I was. My mom gave me a piece of candy and I dropped it in the folds of my skirt. And I was sitting in the car with all my brothers and my mom for four hours screaming, screaming. They couldn't yeah. do anything. And I apparently had jumped out of the car. The candy fell out of the folds of my dress and I picked it up going, oh, there it is. And I skipped that off, and then like my ADHD mom was like to, to my brother, we'll do not hit her. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so, so much. Seriously, thank you. Like, thank your you. playlist is great. It's been so good to getting to know you. Yeah, and me too. Seriously, you keep doing what you're doing. As I say at the end of every one of these, long may you reign. Oh, oh thank you. And you as well. Thanks, sweetheart. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.